Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian, and this is the only podcast that says... The Booze Hounds Return. What a joke. Hi, girls. How about a nice greasy pork sandwich served in a dirty ashtray? <laughs> ah, good old weird science. Gotta love right. it. Probably the only it's a weird movie because it's a Hughes movie. So you yeah. assume like, you know, well anything with John Hughes is hyper realistic about what, you know, teenage life was in the eighties. And it kinda is, but you know, it's also this crazy ass sci fi movie in a way. The sci fi <laughs> comedy. Yeah. One of my favorites. One of my favorite really? soundtracks too. Uh, weird signs? Yeah. Yeah, I never liked weird signs. That's not you hate John you hate all things John Hughes. Not all. I just yeah. don't like weird signs. Yeah. I think he made some really good ones. I just I don't know. Yeah, some kind of wonderful and Uncle Buck and Yeah. I liked Home Alone too, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um Home Alone as well, not Home Alone too. Yeah. Um even though there are those who do, will tell you that Home Alone 2 is a superior movie. Hmm. Christmas Vacation, didn't he make that? I think so, yeah. I'd have to look. Hmm. He made some good films. I'm just saying that, you know. I thought The Breakfast Club was okay, you know. Yeah. Well, you didn't like Pretty in Pink. No. No, never like that. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's just not. Um, yeah. I never really got into that cult following type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not like I don't bash you for like not being like a a, a, a huge follower, but. Like, I also get, like, the people who, like, I mean, like, I get the people who, like, you know, love what he did. It's right. like me, like, I mean, I, you know, you know, 16 Candles, Pretty in Pink, Breakfast Club. Hmm. You know, those are, like, you know, <clears throat> the vintage high school movies of the 80s, you know. Yeah. Weird science, you throw that in. And then you get he gets like more interest. He 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 gets more interesting later on with like she's having a baby and you know um some kind of wonderful right you know stuff like that yeah I like I said I <clears throat> I think his I mean I think he made some good stuff it's just I was just never part of that following yeah yeah I get that yeah so. So how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I had to. Uh, we uh, we bought new couches uh, this past week. Yeah. Because ours were terrible. And um, 
the um, I ended up having to. Sorry, Mr. Cole. Um, ended up having like the couches fit coming in. Yeah. But I couldn't get them through my kitchen out to the back. Yeah. To the alley to right. you know, for right. pickup. So I had to take a saw saw and fucking cut them in half. <laughs> My. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. you wanted to do. Yeah. So it was just a little bit of labor intensive. And I moved them myself, you know, once I got them in pieces, but I couldn't get them around corners. You know, the couch is too big. It's a 96 inch sofa. So. Yeah. So I had to cut it in half in order to be able to move it. Yeah. Yeah, it was painful. I couldn't stand it up on end to get around the fridge, you know, where that space is. Yeah. So I had to cut them in half in order to do that. So it took a little bit of time and trashed the house, and, you know, that usual thing. Yeah. But uh, it was uh, it was intensive. So when are you getting the new couches? I got them already. Oh, you got them already? Yeah, they're here. Okay. And so, yeah, they're in. The old couch, couches are out, so everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a pain in the ass. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> it was. It was a pain in the ass tearing them couches out. Because then you, because the, the worst part is like you say, like your trash is in the back. Yeah. So it's like it's either you saw them in half, or you take out the front door that you know it'll, where you can you can take it out. Right. And then try to find a way to hump it to the back. Yeah. And yeah. I don't have a truck anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah, if you, if you still have the pickup, you just plop it in the bed, take it around the block. Right, and just dump it. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do that, so. Yeah, good times, good times. Oh, my. Yeah, so it was one of those things. Yeah. But... I don't know. Doing the best I can. Yeah. Yeah. I I learned something this week. <laughs> What'd you learn? I hate Lawrenceville. Well, oh, did you did you go down? Yeah. It, well, we went yesterday. We went to the Thunderbird Cafe in Lawrenceville. Okay. To uh to see Gary Newman. Okay. Okay. Now, most people out there are like, who the fuck is Gary Newman? Yeah. And there's a percentage of people out there who go, you went to go see the guy who sang Cars in the 80s in concert. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's who that guy is. But now, <laughs> like later in life, he is like doing like industrial music, like like some hardcore industrial type stuff. It's actually pretty good. Like yeah, Lisa. Lisa said it's, he's pretty huge. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was uh, like I I don't search out his music. Like I I don't play it myself. But when Nancy plays it, I don't mind it. Like I like yeah, it's pretty right. good. I I like that. But I won't listen to it myself. <clears throat> right. You know what I mean? So so the first so so this is the show we're going to. Okay. Now, 
the first part of my hatred for Lawrenceville now is getting to Lawrenceville. Okay. Because, like, I, I part of it is me. Like, okay. And I know people are like, well, oh, if, if you live outside of a five mile radius of your house, you'd know this. But I don't know that side of Pittsburgh anymore. Right. I, I, in my head, I can kind of get there, but like, I kind of can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. If this was 25 years ago when I was driving an ambulance, I, w- I would have known seven different ways to get to this fucking place. But now, you know, I'm like, you know, pulling up the GPS on my phone and following the directions. <laughs> so, of course, the GPS has taken me Boulevard of the Allies to Crosstown Boulevard to the Veterans Bridge. Okay. Get off at the Edna, the, uh, tw- at Etna exit for 28. Uh-huh. Okay. Even when I was out and about all the time driving, Crosstown Boulevard and the Veterans Bridge were a white-knuckled, you know, th- this is Mad Max-type situation. Right. You know, like, like, right, right, right. I can't describe Crosstown Boulevard <laughs> other than describing it as, like, vehicular combat. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It's the worst situation. It's like a quarter mile of like 20 different exits and you've got to be in the right lane and you better be in the fucking right lane because nobody's letting you in. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it is vehicular combat at its finest. And the veterans bridge is the same way. Like, I mean, that's like that's six lanes across and. You know, you, you you better figure out what the fuck's going on quick. Right. You know, well, I didn't. So I missed that exit. Where'd you end up? Oh, I, the, 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 I ended up going through Millville. Hey, there's a Hardee's in Millville. Did you know that? Yeah, don't see my Hardee's in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Group <laughs> like, well, there's something you don't see every day. Nancy's looking at me like, no, you don't. Like yeah, yeah. the Hardy's in Millville. Yeah, yeah. I ended up going like ba- that that back way to like 15 minutes out of my way <laughs> right. to get to this fucking thing. <laughs> you know, so that that's problem number one, and, and and that's partially on me because you know I don't have a reason to go over that side of town anymore, right. ever. You know what I mean? Like it's you know I, you know I was like hey you know I'm in the mood for something from like. Some bakery over in Lawrenceville. Let's just go over. You know, I don't do shit like that. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? I don't have that wandering spirit. Okay. Like our, like our, like our grandfather had. Like, Pap Coon would have just, like, you know, ended up somewhere. Like, you know, I don't know how I got here. Oh, I can figure out how to get back. You know, not me. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know, I have to have a reason to be there. You know? So, that's problem number one. Problem number two is there is no fucking parking over there. It is the south side part two when it comes to parking. Yeah, it's terrible, especially at night. Yeah. Mm. And, like, I'm like, holy fuck. So, finally, I found this, like, really fucking shady spot to park in in this alley. There were no signs posted. About like no parking or private parking. Like I checked, double checked, and triple checked. Like yeah, I'm yeah. like, 
ain't nobody towing my fucking car, you yeah. know. And I got there were no signs posted, but I was like, man, this is really fucking sketchy back here, you know. <laughs> and Nancy's like, Nancy's like, are you sure you should leave your car here? I'm like, I, I feel confident it's not going to get towed away, but I feel it's it's kind of sketchy, you know. Yeah. And uh, I mean, luckily enough, down to the car, but still, like trying to find a parking spot was a, a 15 minute, 20 minute endeavor. <laughs> and then we're standing in line to get into the <laughs> to the to the, uh, the venue, and it's like, oh, oh, hold on, no, I got, I got to go back. So at one point, I'm trying to navigate these fucking alleyways, okay, like trying to find a parking spot somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I turn in this alleyway, and there's this this guy in the middle of the road, and he is like like prime grade hipster douchebag. Because he's walking in the middle of the road, he's got his man bun rock. He's rocking a man bun. He's got uh-huh. his, you know he's wearing a sports jacket over like a a Ramones t-shirt, which I'm sure he's wearing ironically because he has no fucking clue who the Ramones are. And like, you know, and like these jeans, like these, like, like, I don't even, I can't even describe them. I was like, you know, and he's walking in the middle of the road. Okay. And I'm behind him and you can hear my car. And I even, like, I didn't beep at him, but I leaned out the window and I said, excuse me, sir, could you move? And he just kept walking right down the fucking middle of the road. Oh, God. Like, at a leisurely pace. And I'm like, you motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. At this point, like, after the Crosstown Boulevard Veterans Bridge incident, I am in Mad Max mode. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I'm still, like, you know, vehicular combat mode. I'm like, I put this thing in the high gear, and I'll just run you the fuck down. You know? (laughs) Finally, I got to be able to get away from him. You know, and 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 find a place to park. So he he was a fucking joy to deal with. And so, <laughs> like I said, we get in line for the venue. Yeah. You know, and we're standing in line, and it was a lot of people my age. <laughs> well, yeah. It's a very old crowd, <laughs> which made yeah. me feel old. You know, a lot of guys with like, you know. Well, it should make me feel okay. No, it didn't. It made me feel old. You wanted to be there with a bunch of young people? No, I don't want to be there at all. But you know, it was just it was just this feeling of like, like I'm looking around and like you could just tell it was like like Gen X heavy. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, man, we're old. Look at us. Yeah. You know, like, and like some young people walk by, like, oh man, it must be a show. Who, who are you guys seeing? I'm like, Gary Newman. They're like, who? I'm like, okay, I, I get it. You don't know who Gary Newman is, but like, you don't have to say that ironically. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Go back to Google. Don't you have work to do? <laughs> you know, it's like, a number of people walking by, you could just tell, like, they were just like, flabbergasted that this many people from this age age range were like in their territory (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah yeah, yeah. they're not used to seeing gen x show up in lawrenceville right right. i'm like oh man i need to get the fuck out of here yeah you're making a gen x was making a statement we're making a statement all right yeah 
So we get we finally we get into the we get into the to the to the venue. Where's Metropole? Yeah, where's Metropole? I missed a pole. <laughs> and this was a very nice place. Like the okay. the, the, the concert venue was down the basement. Uh huh. But it was nice. It was it was well done. It you know it it didn't feel dank, if that makes okay. any sense. Like yeah, you know like so often like I've I've been to a few shows like I mean, okay, the Spotlight Lounge is a poor example, but it's the best example I could think of. That place feels like you're in a fucking dungeon. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. dank, it's dirty, and you know, like you go see a live show there and you're just like, oh man, I, you know. Where's the gimp? <laughs> right. You know, yeah. but like this, 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 of, this is clean. It, it, it had, it had good ventilation. Um, you know, it wasn't like dank. It didn't have like a dampness to it. Like you'd expect, like, you know, it, it was nice. Right, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just my experiences. <laughs> Um, but it, you know, so like when we're going down to the basement, I'm like, oh, here we go, here we go. This is gonna be awful. And it, yeah, it yeah. was. It was very nice. It was a very nice space. I was impressed. Cool. Um, but it was it was general admission. Okay. Well, yeah, you know, my ass wasn't gonna last. So they had like in this back area, they had like the bar, uh-huh. and at the bar they had like you know seating. So I just sat at the bar for the show. Nancy was up front. She was like, like, like six feet away from the stage. Oh my god! You know, yeah. But it was, a, it was a, it's a small venue. Like I think this, it was a sellout, and it was three hundred people. Okay. You know, it's a small venue. Um, like I sat in the back and I could see the show from where I was sitting. Uh, but you know, I, I was like, I, I am not standing here. You know. Right, right. I'm not even that in that much into the act. You know, it was a good show, it was a heck of a show, but you know, I, I wasn't interested in in standing this for like four hours. Right, right. No, my, I get. My, my knees and ankles were like, yeah, you don't like this guy this much. Yeah, you know, we're giving out now. We're tapping early. Yeah, yeah. So, and Nancy was fine with that. She's like, if as long as you know where I'm at, I'm like, yeah, I know where you're at. You'll be fine. So. Right. So while I'm sitting back at the bar area, this guy shows up. He looked like he was a villain from a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, God. Oh, he, he was a man of color. Okay. He was rocking the, the full Van Dyke, but he had the billy goat. Like it came like, like he, it was like very long and came like a point, <laughs> like a built like a billy goat beard. <laughs> he's he, he's got like multiple piercings in his face. He's got the the gauges in his ear, and they okay. were like big gauges. Like it wasn't like small. I mean, he, he had you know he yeah. had lengthened his ears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's in all black. He he's wearing like what I I can only assume were like World War Two, you know, German soldier <laughs> boots. It looked like. He's wearing a black cloak. Okay. And he's got this like silver pendant with a dragon on it. Oh shit. Yeah. Like uh-huh. the only thing this fucker was missing was like a walking staff with a goat's head on it. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like 
like, <laughs> like I was mesmerized by this man. Did you talk to him? No, I did not. I had I wanted uh, no interaction. I would have talked to him. No, I wanted no interaction whatsoever. Uh. <laughs> I was afraid you like you like had me join the dark order or some shit. <laughs> but he's like glad handing. Ran out of blade. Yeah. But he's like glad handing people. He's like, hey, how you doing? Like people are walking up, to, hey, good to see you. I'm like, first off, what are you doing in a Gary Newman show? Second off, how do all these fucking like are you like a character here in Lawrenceville? Like like people know who the fuck you are? <laughs> and third, how come you're not looking for like the orb of Nebuchadnezzar to find out what my future is? <laughs> you know, like where's your fangs, dude? Yeah, I was like, good God, man. I, uh, just like a fascinating character out of like a like a bad Dungeons and Dragons book. Yeah. yeah. Holy hell. <laughs> That's kind of cool. It was interesting. Like, it was interesting people watching. Like at one point, I wanted to watch the opening act a little bit because it was like. She, it was, the, the act was called I Speak Machine. Okay. And it's a one-person band. It's kind of cool. It's this, it's this woman. And I was intrigued to see, like, you know, how she did her thing. And there was a lot of, I guess, like, pre-recorded stuff. But, you know, there was some other things that she did. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> again, this is like the, you know, what was the age of the crowd? Like, I'm standing there. And I'm watching. And I'm in the back. But I'm like at the back of the crowd and I'm watching this this woman perform and I'm sitting there and I I, I could smell something. Yeah, well, well, I, well, that's what I thought at first. I'm like, what is that? That's no, that that's not weed. That, that's Ben Gay. Yeah. Somebody's wearing Ben Gay nearby. Like, that's what the age of this crowd was. It, like somebody had to Ben Gay up to get through this show. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was an interesting evening to say the least. I'll say. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Can I have some bad gay? <laughs> yeah, I need a little something for my knee. Yeah. Um, I'm not used to standing at shows. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's always fun, like... And if you look over... Excuse me, is that Ben Gay? <laughs> yeah, are you, are you... Are you wearing Ben Gay, sir? Are you wearing Ben Gay? Yeah. Do you have some in your pocket? Yeah. <laughs> I need a little something for my knee right now. <laughs> Can you spare some for an old soul? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't thinking, man. I would have icy hot it up if I had known. Yeah. <laughs> Can you spare a little something for me? No, I don't put it on. I smoke it. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not Ben Gay you're smelling. That's my ass rub. <laughs> that little preparation H. Yeah. I had some swelling I had to shrink. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
but you like the show. Yeah, I mean, he put on a good show overall. Yeah. Like, I I enjoyed the show. Like, I I knew a lot of the music just because from like Osmosis from Nancy playing it. Mm. There were a few, a few things I didn't know, but um, you know, overall, I it was a good show. That's cool. It's just it was surprising. Like, and I I questioned. Like me and Nancy both questioned, like, why was he playing at this place? Right. <laughs> you know, like to me, like this is a like it, it was a great venue. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. But it was, you know, the stage was even like tiny, and it was like it was like one of those things where I thought just thought to myself like, why isn't he playing like stage AE? Like that right. would make more sense to me than here. Yeah. You know, like, I, so, like, that was just, like, my, my only bit of, like, confusion was, like, I, I think it would have been interesting to see him on, like, a a slightly bigger, not even slightly, a much larger stage right. where he could perform, where, like, in this venue, the stage was so fucking small. It was, like, this, you know, the stage was, like, the, the size of my bedroom. Yeah. You know, it's, like, yeah. and, you know, it's a, it's a five-piece band with, uh, you know, bass, pl- bass player, guitar, drum, and a keyboard plus mm-hmm. him. So it's really sick. You know, six. You know, well, no, five. One, Did two, it sound three. good? It sounded good. Yeah. But I it was just a, it was just an odd, like to me, it was just like an odd venue for. I don't, I don't want to say like you know he's he's so popular, you know, but. Right. Right. Popular enough that like you know he sold out a 300 seat venue. I could have seen where he could have probably done relatively well at like a, a thousand seat venue, like like say JE. Yeah. Like, even yeah. if even if you draw 600 people, if you double right. your crowd. Right. You know, right. That that looks that looks good, somewhat filled, you know. Huh. Man. So yeah, but otherwise, I mean, I I enjoyed the show. I I thought it was pretty good. Um. Mm. If you like industrial music and you have and you're not listening to Gary Newman, I would recommend it. Yeah. Um like it, the the one album Intruder we were listening to on the way there, and I was like, Yeah, this is good stuff. Like I, I like this. I won't seek it out, but I'm like it when you play it. Right. You know. That's cool. Yeah. But you hate Lawrenceville, huh? I do. Like I I, if I can avoid Lawrenceville at all costs, I will going forward. <laughs> like it's not, it's not even like like. But I feel the same way now about like the South Side. I've always felt that way about the South Side, like because there's no place to park on the sure. South Side. Yeah, that's that's one of the South Sides. You know, there's there's forty fucking bars and nowhere to park. Right. You know. And so, like, if you do find some place to park, you know, you know, it's ten blocks away from where you want to be. Right. You know, you, well, you almost have to down there. Yeah. Like, you you almost have to park over like it now. Now that it's there, you almost have to park over like at the like over by like the uh, the Cheesecake Factory, and then take right. an Uber to the bar you want to go to. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I'll park down here and then I'll like take an Uber six blocks, ten blocks down the road. <laughs> right. You know. Right. No, I know. It's I don't know. It's painful anymore, dude. Yeah. 
It is. I mean, it just is. Like, I can at least say, like, like in my partying days, like, when we go to Metropole and stuff, at least there was parking. Right. Now, like, we, we would choose not to park, and, you know, we'd end up parking by the fish dumpster near Woolies, but, you know, that was our choice. <laughs> there was plenty of parking available, like, if you wanted to pay to park. Right. You know, and even without paying the park, I mean, you could find some place to park within a relatively short walk. Right. Metropole, you know, where, whereas, like, you know, like, Lawrenceville, like, it, it, I mean, it was just amazing, like trying, like just w- driving around, trying, trying to find some place, any place. Now, how far did you have to walk to get to the venue? Now, again, my the shady ass parking I found was about mm. a block and a half away. Wow. So I, I got lucky in that aspect of it. Right. You know, what I mean, like I found this shady ass place to park, <laughs> and <laughs> it's really close to the venue. <laughs> you know. Right. Right. But, right. But at the same time, like, it was also like a, you know, it's a really shady-ass place to park. <laughs> you know, I'm still a little concerned about it. Like, I'm waiting for somebody, like, like send me a ticket in the mail. Like, you know, yeah, you shouldn't have parked here, motherfucker. You know, you owe us. You know. Right, right, right. You know, oh, fuck. I got, like, my fear was, like, I'll come by and, like, I'll have, like, a ticket from, like, you know, a parking ticket. At wor- at best, I was gonna have a parking ticket. At worst, I was gonna come out and, like not not have a car. You know, <laughs> yeah, right? I would call on you, like you know, man, I need you to take me to the impound. <laughs> right. You know, I don't even know where the fuck it is. Yeah, if there was no sign, did you forget? Yeah. Yeah, cause I I triple checked. I was looking around. I'm like, there ain't no fucking signs here. I'm parking. <laughs> and he's like, are you sure you can park here? This looks sketchy. I'm like, it is sketchy. We're the whole place is sketchy. It's Florence. <laughs> it's Florence, though, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> then, like, the funny thing was, so I'm sitting, at, like, I'm sitting over in the bar area. Yeah. And it's between shows. I'm, I'm just sitting there enjoying a Pepsi. Uh-huh. And this guy walks over, and he's like, Hey man, there's an after party after the show up in Bloomfield. And he hands me this like, like you know, this piece of paper with all the information. Right. And you know, I was like, oh okay, cool man, thanks. I'll see how I feel after the concert. Yeah. And I just wanted to be like, dude, look at me. Look at the gray in my beard. At midnight, when your when your show starts, I turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't need to be in bed, but I need to be home. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, I I'm already out past my my allotted time. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> look at me. Do, do I look like somebody who's going to go to an after party? Oh, sure. <laughs> you promised me hot dogs, and that is tempting. But <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Right. Holy hell. Well, I thought back, like, you know, 25 years ago, that version of Sean, they'd probably still be at that after party, you know? Right. <laughs> you know? Uh, no, I get it. Oh, to be that guy again. <laughs> but you're not. No, no, not even close. Not even fucking close. 
<laughs> that, that version of Sean is dead and buried. <laughs> it's cool though. Yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting night. It was a good night. <clears throat> so, would you go back to Lawrenceville for a concert? Man, it would have to be fucking Jimmy Page. <laughs> you know, like it would have to be like you you you've won a ticket, you've won like won a golden ticket to see the Rolling Stones in like a a club setting, right? You know, and that would only that and only that would be like worth the the effort to get to Lawrenceville and park. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's hard to park down there. It is like I, I mean I the last time I went down there was on a Wednesday and I got lucky with my parking. Yeah, but I, yeah, I couldn't I, figure out where to park either. I can't even. Like, I don't know how people do that shit. Like right. I, I mean, like when when I would go down the south side, like but I would do it like with carloads of people. There'd be like five of us jammed into a car. Right. You know because we all couldn't. We all we knew parking sucked. Yeah, you know, so we're not all right. going to drive down, or we're not going to take a couple across. Like we, j- how many of us are going? Six. I think you can lay across our laps. We'll be fine. You know, we'll jam <laughs> in the trunk. You know, it was shit like that. Like you know, because we knew parking sucked. But like even though I, I went, but I wasn't a huge partier on the south side either. Like you know, mm-hmm. shoots was probably as far as I went. Like I, I mean, I went to other places. You know. I, Nick's Fat City a few times to see shows, stuff yeah. like that. But like it just you, you dreaded it because you're like you're like the first thing you're thinking about is well how early do I have to get there to get decent parking? <laughs> right. You know. Right. Yeah. So I'm there at six o'clock to get decent parking for a show that starts at nine. What do I do for the next three fucking hours? <laughs> right. You know. I got two options: I can eat or I can drink. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. really it. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's I like, the Yeah, it's funny about the smaller shows. It's always parking and shit like that that's the bigger deal, you know, when you're trying to get in and out of there. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then dealing with the traffic, of course. Um, period. Yeah. Like, because when you leave the concert, that's when it's just priming up. I mean, that's yeah. when, yeah. <laughs> so it's busy on that regard, too. And I don't know. A is pretty get, easy to get out of. Um, and uh, I, at least I think it is. Um, but like concerts, like anytime you go to a venue at the console, I don't know how they're doing it now, but before it was easy to get out. Yeah. You know, you know, get back on the main track. And I mean, it was that's the nice thing about the console with that upper level and lower level. Yeah, there's never really an issue getting out. At least I haven't found getting out of a venue. Yeah. And I'm talking like a busy penguin game. And it's yeah, <clears throat> you know, it's it's not that hard to get out of there and get back on the right track. Right. Um, but now I went down there. I think it was two weekends ago. I went to Ides. I took on at Ides down there. I don't know if I told you that, but um, um, I we, about it, but we didn't discuss it. 
Yeah, I love Ides. Um, yeah. Especially their comic. I mean, they just have a great comic selection. Yeah, and for those who don't like Eyes, it's like one of the, like, in, at least in the Pittsburgh area, it's like this legendary comic book store. Yeah. Not just comic books, but you go upstairs and they're they yeah. just Multi-media. records and books, DVDs. Yeah. There's four floors. Each floor has its own specialty, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I just love it. And, uh, but anyway, um, where was I? Eyes. Oh, yeah. I took her down there, and holy shit, the construction. Yeah. I mean, like, that whole, I mean, they are absolutely building and tearing up that whole way down to the console. Yeah, I, I know they're, like, they're oh, talking about quantum, condominiums and shit. It is unbelievable. Like, it's crazy town. Yeah. Um. I mean, all I can kept thinking about was holy imminent, imminent domain. <laughs> yeah. Because it seemed like, you know, even the, you know, uh, you've been to Penn's games. This this part this this lot is, you've been to console, but I mean, like this lot's been here for ever since the console was built. But there's actually a there's actually a parking lot. You say you go across the berm bridge and make the left. Yeah. <clears throat> what is that? Forbes. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Either one. Yeah. So you're driving down, and it's the actual lot with the light in it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. It's the lot on the right-hand side, but it has its own light. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. That's completely ripped up. Yeah. Everything's ripped up down there. So I don't know. <clears throat> it's fine you want to build all those condos and everything like that, but all these lots that we parked in for so long are leaving. So I don't know where the fuck you're supposed to park anymore. Because you're not going to park on a side street down there. No. I'm just letting you No, no you're going to park in a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't park on a side street. That just, you're not going to do that. Yeah. I did that one time at the, when it was still the Civic Arena. Like, I, I parked, like, on the hill. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I ain't paying for parking. I'll show them. <laughs> yeah, it's just not a place you want to be. No, not at you know? all. So, I don't know what they're going to do. Well, I mean, it's the but, same problem. Like, they, they, they did it down on the North Shore. I mean, that was nothing but parking, but they keep building and building and building down there. Yeah. And now there's no place to park near the stadiums. You, ha- you know, right. you park blocks away or, you know, you have to, in a parking garage. You know, for a Steeler yeah. game, say eighty thousand people jammed into that area, and you've got no parking. I, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Yeah, that's why we take the T. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Nah. That, but that's the problem, though. Like, it's that funny thing of like, okay, you're right. Like, you take the T. That's probably the, the that's you know what what they probably want you to do, but like Pittsburgh's public transit system is so awful you know it It you know i mean i'm sorry it is i mean you know like maybe there are in other areas like it's like easier to get to like places like this like to 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 venues like that you're using public transportation but in pittsburgh it you know it's a fucking debacle and a half no it is it's the worst yeah 
anyway. I mean, and this construction went on and on and on and on. It went all yeah. the way down to, uh, uh, I guess that's Grant. Yeah. I mean, it was just fucking crazy. Yeah. And the road is like all torn up and it's just like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was nuts. So. It's hard enough to drive in Pittsburgh. It's even harder when they're doing construction. Yeah. And they're just doing construction everywhere. The south side's all ripped up. I mean, like, there's just so much construction in the main parts of Pittsburgh. Yeah. That it's like, you can't even get around. Yeah. Anyway. No, I, I get that. Like, it's an odd, it's, it's an odd it's thing. Frustrating. Like, well, it's frustrating because, like, you want to be able to get around, but, like, it's like, but this is growth, you know. This is what growth yeah. looks like. They'll tell you, yeah. and uh, and all that kind of jazz. You know, we're getting people to live in the city. We're getting people to live in the downtown area. Make <laughs> the downtown area more vibrant and all this other horse shit. And like, yeah, that's great, but you know. Yeah. I hear time, you. Yeah. At the same time, I can't fucking park. Yeah, and I'm not gonna be like one of those people living down there either. No, no, no. Not even fucking close. I mean, that's like the top five percenters of Pittsburgh can live down there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, normal Pittsburghers can't afford condos on Forbes Avenue. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Child, please. Nobody can well, afford that. Yeah, I mean, like, well, like, you know, super, super fan Thad, like, you know, he dealt with real estate down there. Yeah, you know, he he worked at a one of the apartment complexes across from PNC Park. Right. Um, you know, he 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 worked in that that property on the south side. You know, so I mean, he knows that type of you know from the stories he's told about the type of people who you know living in those places. Yeah, I mean that's not for you and I. <laughs> right. You know, Cindy Pittsburgh doesn't want me to live down there. No. You know. Not at all. Me neither. Right, but the pro- the the problem is though. I mean, they're 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 forcing out the people who do live there. Right, and that's the problem. Yeah, you know, that's that's the, the, that's the gen- you know gentrification. You know, yeah. So. And that sucks. Yeah. And then they end up in McKeesport. <laughs> you know. Oh man. <clears throat> I, I, I'm not even going to go in the Mickey. Yeah, yeah. I don't have the energy. No, not even close. <laughs> right. Anyway. Anyway. So. So yeah, that that was my adventure. That was my uh. My my adventure for the week. <laughs> right. Curious George goes to Lawrenceville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good shit right there (laughs) Uh, yeah if if i had the skills you know if i had the skills i'd do it you know 
What's that, Danny? That's a hipster, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm trying, I try not to judge. Like I know, like okay, I'm not I'm judging just, at all because I'm. Yeah. I mean, like, because the thing is, and in all honesty, all of us really. Right, but the thing is, it's like I'm on your turf, and I know that. <laughs> I don't belong here, you know. <laughs> I, I'm just one of the warriors trying to get back to the beach. Yeah, right. You know, you know yeah. I'm, I'm just spending a little time here in your turf, and then I'll move on. I promise. Well, what's funny is like, I mean, here's the thing though, too. This is all about you know making Pittsburgh better and whatever like that. But I mean. Fucking 15 years ago, uh, you'd be hard-pressed to even get into Lawrenceville. Oh, I, I wouldn't go into Lawrenceville at night if you paid me. No. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, on, like, that was a troubled area gone. back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't have paid me to go to Lawrenceville. I mean, it was no joke. Yeah. That, that was hardcore. So it's like – but it's like funny because that's the thing. Like, so like with Lawrence, it's kind of like – the, the same problem you have, like, with the waterfront. I know this is, like, a very local thing. But, like, the waterfront is, like, this booming shopping area. And, mm. like, you go across those railroad tracks two blocks, and you are in Homestead. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there, there, there's a huge difference between hanging out at the waterfront at night and going two blocks across after those railroad tracks and being in Homestead. Yeah, you don't cross the tracks. No. It's like footloose, you know? Yeah. You don't cross the tracks. You stay in town. Yeah. You stay in our little town here. You don't go to those bars across the tracks. <laughs> you, you you stay over here. You you go to the piano bar, and you have us drinking Applebee's and shit like that. You do not go to those bars on the other side of the tracks. No. No, they are not for you. You'll die at Dukes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't even think Dukes is even there anymore. No, it is. Dukes is still there. Is it still there? Yeah. Oh, that's an establishment. I used to drink at Dukes. Did you? Yeah. I mean, I drank at Chiotas when that was there. Yeah. I used to drink at Dukes because, um, you know, I worked at Eden Park, and I, I knew the guys at the Homestead Eden Park when it was there. Yeah. So, you know, they'd call us up and like, hey, come on over to Dukes. We're, we're having a. A, a, to do i'm like yeah, we're there we're there brother well i remember like pre-covid um you know we used to go to food trucks and shit all the time yeah <laughs> and um you know we'd go to wherever they were showing up and and sometimes they would show up underneath the bridge there yeah there right yeah. there right you know what i'm talking yeah. about i know what you're talking you know? about yeah and uh, and we're sitting there hanging out, and, and I go, and I think I went to Lisa, and I was like, I can't believe I'm actually sitting eating from a food truck down here. And she's like, yeah. what are you talking about? I was like, this is where they brought people to shoot them. Yeah. They killed them under this bridge right here. Yeah. Do you know how many murders have probably happened on this spot? Yeah. She's like, out of here. I was like, no, for real. This is where they died. <laughs> people died under this bridge. Yeah. It was either homeless or someone getting killed and shot. I'm I'm not making that up. I know. I mean, it was a bad place. You don't. You didn't go ravine or whatever it's called. You never yeah. went that way. No. Ever. no. There was no reason to go that way. None. It's pre-waterfront. Yeah. 
Never cut down that way, ever. No. No. No, no. I know exactly what you mean. No, you never went that way. Yeah. And here I am eating a, a $5 hot dog under it. And I'm like, this ain't right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm eating I, a $5 right. hot dog. And probably 30 people have died down there. <laughs> yeah. I felt, the ex- I felt the exact same way. I'm like, I'm down there. Like, Nancy's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, yeah, this, this isn't a good neighborhood. <laughs> Not with me, but you guys went down too, I think. I saw yeah. you down there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Nancy's like looking at me like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, this isn't a good neighborhood. We shouldn't be here. <laughs> There's, it's I'm not comfortable. It's in like, your body. It's instilled yeah. in you. Yeah. That uh, this place is bad. Yeah. You just never went there. Yeah. You never crawled, you you never went down this way. No. And you're wild. Like, ever. No. All ever. of a sudden, it's like, you know, it hit place to be. And the girls, you know, went on the other side or on that, you know, by the railroad track. Come on. Come back here. <laughs> Come back here. You, no, that's not good. You don't want to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Jesus. And that one time we went to, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, we went to the Smodcast. Yeah, Homestead Library. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like triple checking my door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, this that wasn't, a, it isn't a great place down there either. No. I remember, <laughs> I remember, I think Lisa and we were out on a, we were on a date or something. And we were going down to Southside, and we went uh, uh, the Duquesne way. Yeah. To get on car at the end. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Duquesne to Homes. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm talking about. Under the Rankin Bridge. Yeah, all that crap. Yeah. So, it was funny. (laughs) We were passing by Kennywood. And we passed that fucking uh, that fucking bar. Oh yeah. This is before it closed. Yeah. What was that bar right next I, to Kenny? Everybody I, went to. I know what I know what you're talking. About. I couldn't tell you the name of it. It's not Airways. It's um. Carousel Lounge. Carousel. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And like we should go there. I was like, nah. 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 I'm going to pass. Let's just eat something that's outside. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to go to that place. <laughs> no. That's, that way, that's just like to this day. I don't even know if it's fucking there or not anymore. But like in glass, like you could not drag me into the Annie Oakley. It, I think it's still there. Oh, like Glassport? Glassport, yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, that was just like, you know, I've partied in Glassport plenty. You know, Glassport's. Bars and churches, you know, and I've been to plenty of bars in Glassport, but I have never been to the Annie Oakley. And, <laughs> you know, there's a reason, like, it had a reputation. There's like, I, I don't know what the name of that, there's that one down in 10th Ward, too. Um, 10th Ward? Yeah. Like, down there, um, in lower 10th Ward. I know what you're talking about, but... Like if you if you come okay like if you come off of like uh 
Your great grandfather probably drank there. <laughs> probably, yeah. If you come down off of um from the bridge, you you, you come down off on that ramp, and you, you make the there. Yeah, that one on the corner. Yeah. I don't know what that's called, but I, know. I don't know what don't it's called either. But like my dad told me, he's like, you know, unless you want to get the shit kicked out of you, you just stay the <laughs> fuck out of that bar. That's funny. And I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> no, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. This is this is words of wisdom. Thank you. Because <laughs> <Right. You know? laughs> I would have gone to that fucking bar. <laughs> you, know? you were fucking nuts where you went. Oh, there were a few places I, I, you know. That place you took me to on White Street, I couldn't believe it. Oh yeah, the um, I can't the great here right now. Huh? I was like, I can't even believe we're here right now. Yeah, I know. I mean, literally, this building is made from cement blocks. Yeah. And there's nothing over the, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. cement. It was okay inside, though. I parted a few times at the uh, the Elks Lounge there on uh, on Walnut. <laughs> no way. I did, yeah. It was called. Huh? That's not where we went. That's not where you and I went, no. But I'm saying, like, back you in the day. You at the Elks Lounge. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that and the um, what's the, what's the name of that big bar? Right there. On Walnut. I can't think of the name of it. They used to have strippers in it. No, well, I don't know if they did or not, but it's like right there in the middle of Walnut Street. I can't think of the name of it. Middle. But I, I went in there a few times too. The valley, not valley. No, not the valley. You heard that burnt down. Yeah, I just drove past it today. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I can't remember. Save my fucking life. But yeah, I mean, it's like that. that it's an old, old bar. Beautiful inside, but it was an old bar on Walnut, and uh, you know. I had some buddies, you know, who who were down, who lived down there, and they're like, "Yeah, come on in." I'm like, "I ain't fucking going in there. I'm gonna die." And they're like, "You'll be fine," you know. Like I walk in, and like it's like that that moment, like you know, like the record screeches to a halt and everything, you know. Yeah, and then you all of a sudden you hear, dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, that's it exactly. Is it the one with the neon, like, on inside the glass? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. Anyway. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, you know, I had no right being in there except for the fact that, you know, I was buddies with somebody and, you know, yeah. I went in there and, like, behaved myself. And they're like, well, we ain't going to give him shit. He seems decent enough. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, see, I, I back in the day, I partied in some shady spaces. I still to this day the shadiest place I've ever been into. Like, well, not the shadiest, but the weirdest place I ever went into was uh, Shady Bob's in Wag <laughs> to get a six pack. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally, the bar sat six. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just had all these pictures up on the. It was weird. It was the weirdest place. I. It was like a setup for a serial killer or something. Yeah, it's an odd spot. I don't even know how people park to go in there, right? Oliver. You still got that dog? Yeah. Holy heck. <clears throat> she goes home tomorrow. Give me the bag and get out. <laughs> Fucking moose. <laughs> Anyway. The, the problem is he's bored. Yeah. You know, like, we can't let him run around our yard, you know, because it's not yeah. a fence then. He, 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 you know, I, I, I live for, you know, peace and quiet. And he's like, you know, dude, I'm a dog. I'm ready to play. I'm like, oh, right, man, right. I got no time for this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> go entertain yourself. Good lord. Good lordy. So, yeah. One more day with the dog and cat. I can't wait till they're gone. (laughs) So, what else did you do this week? I did watch um, House of Gucci. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How was that? It's a good movie. Like I don't, yeah. I don't think like I, I, I was intrigued by it because I'll watch damn near anything that's directed by Ridley Scott. You know, right? He's my, he's probably my all-time favorite director. And right. uh, you know, Nancy wanted to watch it because <laughs> of the the whole, even though he's under ten pounds of prosthetic, um, you know, Jared Leto's in it. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And. But I was just intrigued by it because it's directed by Ridley Scott. And, like, as far as, like, visually as being a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah. I, it, you know, I, I, he's done better work. Like, it, it visually, it didn't, like, wow me. Like, I was okay. expecting, like, these, like, beautiful shots of, like, vistas and mansions and the city. And, like, eh, he kind of mailed it in a little bit, I thought. Yeah. You know. But I think he wants no interest. Yeah, he wanted to tell the story. So yeah, and the story's interesting enough. But I, I I really didn't know much about it, and I you know I, I looked back at it and I was like, you know that's interesting, and you know the fact that like no member of the Gucci family actually owns Gucci any longer, like they're not in any way, shape, or form involved with the product line. Ever. Yeah, it's like fascinating to me, like stuff like that, but. Yeah. I think, I think what was most interesting about it is like afterwards, like because like you, you, the one of those things you know is, you know, Jared Leto is a method actor, right? And he takes that method acting maybe a little bit too far, and you know, and things are coming out about like you know how he behaved on Morbius, now that like that like you know people are doing the press for that, you know. I know for House of Gucci, you know, he he remained in character at all times. But then also, so did Lady Gaga. She apparently also stayed in character, method acted. Yeah. Um, 
know, he did it, you know, you know, the Suicide Squad stuff is, you know, the stuff of legend at this point with like the dead rats and everything else he was sending people. <laughs> and like, I, I guess I wonder, like, and it's not like method acting is like this new thing. Right. But like, I wonder, like, is like what pe- like these people do now like worth it? Like, right. are you getting, are you truly getting like, your best performance possible, like by being the character at all times? Like, like famously, like when they when they did on um, Man on the Moon, you know the Andy Kaufman movie. You know Jim Carrey was like. He was Andy Kaufman the entire time. Right. You know, and like, and people got pissed off about that. He's an <laughs> asshole. Like, yeah, everybody gets pissed off at method actors. Yeah. They did. They said the same thing about, um, I mean, Tom Hardy's infamous for doing that. Yeah. I think Daniel Day Lewis does the same thing, right? I think so, yeah. But Tom Hardy, you know, I mean, he does it. And um, I don't know. People just get so pissed. I don't know. People look for excuses to get pissed off. (laughs) I think I think think part of that is true. I honestly do. Like I but like I also think like. I don't want to act with somebody who thinks they're the Joker. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like that, that. I heard like people talk about like especially from like you know the Suicide Squad, where they were like you know I didn't meet Jared Leto until like you know we started doing press. You know, oh I met, really? I met the Joker on the set. <laughs> you know, I yeah. worked with them. I did scenes with the guy, but yeah, yeah. you know I didn't actually meet Jared Leto until after we were done shooting. I met the Joker. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> Wow, what an asshole! <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? Like, it's an oddball thing of like, like is is do is is it is it worth it to like take it that far? And how much damage does that do to you? <laughs> right. Like in any role, like I mean, apparently, like like for like in in House of Gucci, you know, he he was he was Palo Gucci the entire time, like right. Like so, like immersing yourself into a character, even no matter what the level of it. I'm not just talking about the psychology of the Joker. I'm just talking about any level. Right. Are you truly getting your best work out of that then? Because I can't. I think they're getting their best work. But are you getting the best work out of your co-stars that are acting with you? I don't know. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you got to, like, have some kind of, you know, connection. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, to your, to who you're working with. Right. Like, I agree. Like, I mean, you, you would think, like, you would want to have, like, some form of, like, you know, chemistry right. with a person. Like, you know, hey, yeah, I, I'm not saying you're going out for drinks afterwards and shit. But, like, you know, you but you're at least, like... Hey, we're talking. We're we're you know, if you're like if you're sitting there, and you're, you're you're fucking, you know, 
Paolo Gucci the entire fucking time. I don't want to sit there and come over like, hey, on this next scene, man, uh, you know, you know, be really good. I think if we try this, you know, uh, I don't know. Let me think about, you know, I'm a Paolo. What are you talking about me acting? You know, I know. I think that would, I think, I, I, I think it'd either laugh or just it would get on my nerves so bad that I wouldn't be able to take it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially him acting like the Joker the whole time. Yeah. Every oh. day. Every day you go to work, he's acting like this. And I mean, like, I know, like, Heath Ledger went deep down that rabbit hole. You know? Yeah. And, and it probably, like, he probably would, like, but he wasn't method acting per se, but, like, he went deep, deep into that dark place to play that character. And it, it ultimately was probably what killed him in a way. Like, yeah. I've, I've seen, like, the Joker diary and shit that he wrote. Like, mm. That's some fucked up shit. You know, so it's like I just can't imagine like as as, as somebody who wouldn't have been in, like if, if I'm not a method actor, right? Like I'm just like I'm, you know trying to work with somebody like that and try to get the best out of myself out of the performance, right? You know, meanwhile you're you know you're fucking think you're Andy Kaufman the entire fucking time, <laughs> you know? I know. That's what I mean. It's like. It would get on my nerves. Like you don't get to know the people that you're working with outside of that character. Yeah. Yeah, I know I get it. You know, I just want to have a conversation with you, uh, you know, about you know the game last night. Oh, I know watching the the, the baseball. You know what the fuck, Jared? Come on, man. <laughs> right, you can't. Yeah, but you can't even have a normal conversation. With yeah. <laughs> Man, did you see that shit in the paper last night? No, I know read the paper. You know, come on, man. <laughs> I know it would it would drive me crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I, I understand like, where people get upset, but yeah, I think the product of it is. I mean, you get some good acting stuff going on. <laughs> you know. Right. Like I, what? I mean, I. I there's always that, that famous story, you know, with um, Dustin Hoffman, okay. who's, who's somewhat of a method actor. Uh-huh. And um, he stayed up for like three nights, no sleep, to do this one scene. Cause he had to look... No, no, it was Dustin Hoffman, not De Niro. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, my bad. It was, it was his mar- the Marathon Man. Marathon Man, my bad. Yeah. And he had to look exhausted. So he stayed up for three straight nights, no uh-huh. sleep, to, to get the, the, the right look. Yeah. And Lawrence Olivier was like, what is wrong with you? Like, why do you look <laughs> so awful? He's like, well, I stayed up for three nights. I'm method acting. And I, uh-huh. wanted to, I stayed up for three nights because I wanted to make sure I had the look of somebody right. who was exhausted. And Olivier looked at him and goes, dear boy, it's called acting. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like that was like the British sensibility, like British people don't do that. Like, it's like the sensibility is you just act. Yeah. You know, don't don't exhaust yourself. Don't fatigue yourself to the point to this point. Just pretend you're that way. Yeah. yeah. You know. Like, Olivia was completely baffled that this would have happened. Like, somebody would do this to themselves. <laughs> right. Like, you know. 
Just, just stop it and act, young man. <laughs> it's Lawrence Olivier. Yeah. He's going to argue with that guy. No, exactly. Exactly. Like, you know. Well, I, you I know. played Zeus. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Everyone listens to Zeus. The man chewed scenery just for fun. Uh. Yeah. All right. One other quick tidbit I want to touch on. Mm. Let, me, let me pull up this. So this is from the New York Post. Okay. Okay. A woman who doctors thought had a UTI actually had a glass tumbler stuck in her bladder for four years. Holy hell. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The 45-year-old woman had come to the hospital complaining about lower UTI symptoms, such as leaking. <clears throat> Excuse me. The doctors were left stunned when scans revealed there was a glass inside of her bladder. Here's the best part. <laughs> It was encased in an eight centimeter wide, which is three inches wide, bladder stone, which are normally so small they are hard to see with the naked eye. The woman revealed she had used a drinking glass as a sex toy a number of years before. Event, evidently, she had inserted it into her urethra hole, which females urinate rather than the vagina. <laughs> her case was published in a medical journal, including the astounding scans and the image of the glass and bladder stone. Uh, while the medical report does not mention it, the woman may have been practicing what's known as urethral sounding. A risky activity involving inserting a glass or object into the urethra to heighten sexual pleasure and arousal, WebMD reports. Uh, doctors have had reports of people doing <laughs> things they're either due to mental health issues or for pleasure, but it's not recommended. No. Um, various others have been started in the bladder, and many patients have failed to remove them themselves and are very embarrassed to seek medical, medical advice, which is the origin of a, a clinical procedure, which is most often atypical, which occurs in a patient particular terrain. Um, so basically, this woman jammed a, a a glass tumbler into herself and kept it there for four years. Jesus. I don't see how that's possible. But anyway. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Like, the whole, like, I mean, it, the only thing that I can say is like, you know, it's from the New York Post, which is a relatively reputable. Yeah. You know, so it's not like this is something that's made up. Right. Um, I just don't see like. I mean, there's a here's a picture of the. Uh, I don't know if you can see that. No, nah, back it up a little bit. Yeah, it's too dark. Like it's not in the light. Uh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna send you a screenshot. All right. See that the photo? 
which I'm sure is, at some point in my life, someone will be like, why do you have this picture on your phone? And I forgot. I'll send it to Ian. There. I'm sending you the picture now. It's, just, it's one of those odd things where I'm just like, this is just too fucking weird. Like, what What the hell? What were you thinking? Like, why would you not seek a, a medical attention immediately when you didn't retrieve the glass? Look at that stone. Yeah, I know. Jesus. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine. Yeah, that's crazy, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's some weird motherfuckers in this world. There, I mean, there are. Like, I've, I've heard of sounding before, like you know, with dudes putting, you know, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't even want to discuss <laughs> it because it just, just the thought of it makes me just cringe in pain. But right. like, so like, I can't imagine like you know how you get off on that. But there are people who apparently do. I don't understand how you get a glass tumbler. That, no, that that's beyond like you know. And the fact that she didn't have any problems till now. Yeah, which is also very fascinating strange. beyond belief. Yeah. You know, yeah. but. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I don't get it. No. But there it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> And like, what would make you want to do like, even even if it was even if it wasn't meant to go there, <laughs> okay? Like that was a mistake, right? Right. Like, it was a, like, why are you like? What makes you think shoving anything glass inside of your body is a good idea? Like, especially like that. Like, you know what? I'm going to sit on this glass tumbler. And insert it in my vagina. Like, you know, famously, there's, you know, one guy, one cup where uh, you know, a guy tried to get a, a, a glass, like, tumbler in his ass and it broke. Oy. Yeah. Oh, Thad made me watch that shit. That was that was difficult to watch. Even 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 worse, he made me watch it with headphones on so I could hear. Like I was like, "Oh, this is horrible! This is the worst (laughs) fucking experience ever. Why are you doing this to me? Take this off!" (laughs) Oh, evilness is happening. Yeah, yeah. This this is not for my consumption. (laughs) So. Mm, that's funny. I can't. Even, I can't even imagine like what what possesses you to like go. You know what would be feel great? A glass tumbler. <laughs> I'll feel amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what why people go down a road that you know is bad. <laughs> yeah. Like no you know good I mean? can come of this. None. I mean, it's the same type of people that say, yeah, let's turn the chair on end and go for hell. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what? Nah. You're not. Nah. 
Oh, yeah. Every day. Fuck that. You know what I'm talking about? There's people that do some wild-ass shit. Oh, yeah. The one that, like, and I stumbled upon this, like, somebody I know was like, I want to try this one time. I'm like, what? And they showed me a video of it. And it was, like, you had, like, you, you put these hooks underneath, like, you inserted them into your body underneath your collarbones, and you hung yourself. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, somebody hung you, and you dangled, like, suspended by, by your skin hooks. and bones, yeah. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. That's a thing, though. I mean, I, it I, is. I know. It's a, it's a, and I was just like, you know, no thank you. You know, I am not interested in this whatsoever. <laughs> at all. <laughs> I have no desire to go down this road. And I'm sorry <laughs> you do. Like, I feel bad for you. <laughs> all right. But they say what happens to you. I mean, no, no. There is not enough drugs. There's not enough alcohol. There, there, there. You know, you could tell me I could have the greatest orgasm ever. Doing, I'm sorry, no, thank you. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Well, that's like the whole asphyxiation deal, too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. People get into that. I, I get, I get that. Like you know, I don't know what to tell those. Like I'm, I just, I'm sorry. Like I, I'm not, I'm not one to kink. Like, like there's a difference. Though. Like, okay, like autoerotic fixation. Like, you want to get choked to, to, to come. Okay, you know, just have safe words. Do it, do it responsibly. Whatever works. I don't care. All right. But like to have like you like somebody like actually insert hooks underneath, like into your skin and under your collarbone, so it hooks onto your collarbone and suspend you. Indiana. Yeah, I, but I don't know that, if that's, that is a whole different level of like, what the fuck? Yeah, it is, but I don't know if that necessarily always goes into the um, sexual world. I, I'm not. I, I was. I was taking it. I there. mean, do you know what but, I mean? Like, right. yeah, but I don't. I think that's like something other yeah, than that. That is. You know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like that. That is like you know, next level like pinhead bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I, no, no, thank you. There, there, there is nothing. You, you, you could tell me I could, fi- I could find out how to make this podcast, you know, have a million subscribers by doing that shit. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm out. I'm out, you know. No, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I, it's, yeah, it's a little much. Yeah. <laughs> and people seem to like it. They do. Like, I mean. This person was like, I, I'm going to try this. I'm like, well, huh. you you are on your own. <laughs> you know, I can't I can't go down this road. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I've seen specials on people that that do that. Yeah. I don't know if it was a carny thing or yeah, piercing special something. Yeah. But yeah, they get into the you know. You know, the actual process and then the actual of hanging yeah. there. Yeah, I, mean, I wish you nothing but luck. I hope you, you find happiness <laughs> doing that. But me, on the other hand, no. Yeah. Like, just watching this video is making me want to gag a little bit. Like, I got I got a little bow in my throat right now. You know? <laughs> right. 
Never go ass to mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anything you'd like to add to the proceedings there, sir? No, I'm good. All right. Well, remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Hey. Uh, you can send us an email. Like Thad does. By the way, Thad, uh, Thad did mention something worth, before I forget, I'm glad I brought him up again. Yeah. Um, he did state, um, Ian, you were shopping at the wrong store for meat. I shop at my local grocer in downtown Beaver. I regularly pay $3.99 a pound for rump roast, $7.99 for New York strip, and $8.99 for ribeye, $10.99 for tenderloin. You just need to know the shop. And those are good prices. I'm not going to deny that for a second, Thad. But number one, you are outside of Allegheny County, so I'm I'm sure – you know, being closer to the product is probably helping you just a tad. Right. And, uh, you know, two, I don't think the uh, the drive to Beaver County would be worth it for Ian to go get those good prices on me. I mean, you know, <laughs> not with those gas prices. Yeah, not with these gas prices. You know, so, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, a, you know, depend, I, I'm sure it depends on where you're at as a part of right. it, you know, and you're you're probably getting it straight from the grower. For the farm, and you know, this is probably going straight from farm to whatever grocery you're going to. Yeah. Something tells me you're not going to Giant Eagle. Right. It's farm to table type of shit. Yeah. So, so yeah, that that did mention that amongst many other things. Yeah. His pleasure with Juju Schuster leaving the Steelers was shocking. Yeah. Well, we both kind of figured he'd be gone. Yeah. He'll make a name of himself in KC, though. I think yeah, he'll be I mean, fine in KC. I mean, he's yeah. got Mahomes throwing to him. Yeah. That's a that's a good fit for him, I think. I do, too. <laughs> yeah. Because what, what they need, like, I mean, they have all this speed everywhere. What they need is a possession guy, and he's a possession guy. Yeah. I think you they're going to be fine with Juju. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a really... It's a good That's fit. That's a really good thing for them. Yeah. And for him. <laughs> yeah. I was shocked that he went there. I'm, I'm kind of glad he did go there. I wasn't shocked that he went there. I, I knew that I heard that they had had interest in him. Mm. Um, so I wasn't like overly surprised by it. Um, I'm just surprised he signed a one-year deal again. Yeah. You know. I think that was the thing that surprised me. Like, right. You couldn't get a, a multi-year deal. Who knows? He's getting paid, so. Yeah. Steelers about, making big moves. Yeah, what do you think about the QB thing? Well, I, 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 Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky is either going to be a very good quarterback or he's going to be a complete and total disaster. Yeah. You know, I don't know which. Right. You know, I mean, if he becomes, if he becomes very good, maybe you can sign him to a long-term deal. I mean, it sounds like two years, $7 million a year right now. Yeah. You're, get, you're getting him for a right. song and a dance. Right. You know, um, if Matt Canada comes out here and runs a the style of offense, I think Matt Canada, Canada can run using the athleticism of Mitch Trubisky. I I think this offense 
becomes much more deadly. Right. I think what's more interesting is assigning a Miles Jack. He's an inside linebacker who played for Jacksonville last year. Mm-hmm. He is a stone cold killer. Really? Yeah. He he is a guy that if if you if you get if you get Devin Bush playing back to the level he's supposed to be playing at, you got Miles Jack in the middle. You've got you you could have one of the best linebacking cores in the NFL. No. Yeah. I'm I'm that like if High Smith continues to to develop, you got Watt on the other side. You got these, you know, Bush and, and Jack in the middle. You've got a a killer linebacking core that now is destroying running games. Okay. Like everybody like puts that onus on like the th- the, the front three. You can't. I mean they they the, the linebackers weren't making plays last year. Right. And Miles Jack is a stone cold killer who is going to just you know destroy people. Nice. Yeah. If if Devin Bush can get back in the form, like I hope he can. Right. I Smith continues, uh, you know, Alonzo High Smith continues to develop. Man, you've got you've got one of the best linebacking cores in the NFL. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So. Who do you think they're going to go after in the draft? I don't like. I mean the the thought process is with like with so many quarterbacks like moving around. Yeah. Especially the teams that like needed quarterbacks. Like like Kenny Pinkett was like supposed to go to Denver at, at pick number ten. Uh huh. Kenny Pinkett may fall to twenty. <clears throat> and if really? He fall, if he falls to twenty, I think you got to pull the trigger on him. Yeah. Like. And you, what you hope is like, well, you, okay, like Mitch Trubisky is good, right? And if he is, you know, maybe he has trade value, but or something. But like, like I just, I feel like, I mean, it. If he falls to them at twenty, I feel like it, it's going to be Marino all over again, where you're saying to yourself. You know, we have other needs. We picked up this this quarterback for two years. We're happy with our quarterback situation. We're going to let him slide on by. Yeah. And we're going to pick attack or something, you know. And Pinkett falls to somebody, and he has a, a you know, and they end up kicking themselves in the ass because he could have been their long-term solution. Right, right. Like, I don't know. I mean, this is one of the weakest quarterback classes I've ever seen. And there's a reason why, like, people are spending big money to get Deshaun Watson, to get Russell Wilson, to, you know, stuff like that. Like, there's a reason why these dominoes are falling and people are spending right. draft capital to get them, you know, because of how poor this draft class is. And, like, if this was any other year, like, Kenny Pinkett wouldn't even be thought of in the first round. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I'm saying that as a Pitt fan, as a guy who's watched this guy for five years. Like, I just don't think he would be considered a first-round option in any other. Like, if he would have come out last year, having the season that he just had, like, in last year's draft class, he wouldn't have been picked in the first round. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he it's just that's how weak this draft class is. But at the same time, 
like Kenny Pinkett intrigues me to the point that like I feel like he can be a guy. Yeah. Like that's what like the Pitt fan talking in me. It's it's just somebody who I've 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 seen him play enough where I'm like I, he he's an NFL quarterback. You think? Yeah. I mean, I know they're talking about that Malik Willis, I think is the guy's name, from Liberty. Okay. And he he's a guy who's like he's like a poor man's version of Lamar Jackson, in my opinion. Okay. From what I've from what I've seen. I I, no, I, don't, I haven't watched much of anything on him. I've just seen some highlights. I saw I watched a little bit of his combine workout, stuff like that. So like yeah, my yeah. opinion means very, very little. But right. you know, but for just from what I've seen. If you're gonna draft him, one, he's a project. Yeah. Because you know, he played at a division three school in Liberty. Okay. You know, so this isn't somebody who's like NFL ready at all. Right. He's got a cannon for an arm, but he's inaccurate. Okay. You know, he can throw the ball 70 yards, but he's gonna miss the house. Right. You know what I mean? Um and like it just he, he feels like Lamar Jackson light. Like he's a, he's an athlete, he's got the big arm, he's not accurate, and he's a project that like you couldn't roll out there day one. Okay. Now if you're sitting there saying to yourself, Well, we got Mitch Trubisky, we want to start him for two years and let this guy learn, that's great. But at some point, like you're gonna have to like completely turn over like like you you have to do like Baltimore did. And completely turn your offense around, right? And, and and change it like to to play a style that nobody else in the NFL plays. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's what Baltimore did. Like Baltimore went all in, and you know, and they changed their complete style of offense to like this this run option offense that they, that, that he can run, mm. where you know, and he can be a thousand yard rusher for them. Well. Do you do, do you want to do that then? Is that what you want to do? You want to completely change the offense you have so that you can, you know, for this one quarterback, or do you go and get the the pro style quarterback who's ready to insert and play? Right. You know. Right. I know what you mean. It's it's an interesting. It's interesting. Oh, when is draft day? Is that should be in April, right? Yeah, I think it's the end of April. End of April. Yeah. yeah it'd be interesting to watch. Where do we fall in draft line? 20. 20 oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's the price you pay for making the playoffs. Yeah, I know. But at the same like, at the same time, like I said, like, I mean, it's a, it's one of those deals where, like, the quarterback you might want might be there at 20 because – of the way things are playing out in free agency and with these trades and stuff, especially with the big name quarterbacks like, you know, Wilson going to the Broncos, the Broncos and many drafts I had seen were drafting Kenny Pinkett. Right. Right. At 10, you know, and you have to look and say, well, how many teams are looking for a quarterback after 10? Well, not that many, if any, you know, so. Right. And the, you know, if you're drafting in the top, like if, I, I, I think if you look at it, like it's a weird thing of like, there's nobody who's drafting 
that like is like that you say like okay they're gonna take they're they're taking quarterback before twenty. Right. Unless somebody unless you get a situation like the Saints don't get their guy. Which yeah. may be the case now. So now maybe they're drafting a Kenny Pinkett. Yeah. Know? Where before the thought process was they were gonna get Deshaun Watson or they were gonna get one of these top top level quarterbacks. Right, right. You know, now they're in a situation where well we don't have a quarterback, we need to draft one. Here's Kenny Pinkett. You know, um I mean I think it'll be interesting to see like, you know, where Baker Mayfield goes now is is gonna determine again, like does he go to Indianapolis? Does he go to New Orleans? You know, where where are they where are they where do they trade him to? Mm. Because that's gonna, you know, that's gonna be a team ahead of the Steelers that is looking for a quarterback. So like, are the Colts gonna be like, okay, we have we we struck out on we tried for, you know, Russell Wilson. We tried for this guy. We 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 can't draft. We can't trade for anybody. There's nobody in the free agent market that we feel is worth the money. Let's just draft Kenny Pinkett and bring him in. You know, so I guess there's a lot of factors that can go into that. It'll definitely be interesting. Yeah, and like like I said, like where Baker Mayfield goes is probably going to determine, may determine where Kenny Pinkett goes. Yeah. Who? Where do you think Mayfield's going to go? I, the two teams that like stick out that you say, okay, they don't have a starting quarterback right now is New Orleans and uh, Indianapolis. Yeah. Because Indianapolis traded um, Carson Wentz to Washington. Uh-huh. So they don't have a starting quarterback now, <clears throat> and um, the Saints, you know, they had uh, De- not Deshaun Watson, um, Jameis Winston on like a one-year deal. Uh huh. So he's a free agent. Uh, everybody else they had was like, you know, they're 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 all so they're quarterback needy. They were in right. the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes to try to get him. With Watson going to Cleveland, they're kind of left holding the bag. Right. So they need a quarterback. And who does Cleveland have? Well, they, they just traded for uh, Deshaun Watson. Okay, okay. From Houston. Yeah. So Who did they trade? Well, I think they traded like three first-round draft picks. Holy shit. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, these teams are paying big big draft capital to get, like, I mean, Russell Wilson went for, I think, three first-round draft picks. And like I, I think a couple of seconds and shit like that. Man, like I mean, it, it's like rounds. That's 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 that can rebuild your fucking team. Exactly. You know what I mean? But a lot of these teams now, they're kind of looking at like what the Rams did this year and what Tampa Bay did last year as a new blueprint. Where you know, it's easy to go get a guy coming off of his rookie deal that you've seen you've seen how he's performed, or, or a veteran guy, you know what you're getting and spending money right to build a team that way for two or three years instead of spending the draft you know, spending the money on a draft pick, right, trying right. to develop a guy, hoping he develops, and half the time they don't. And you, these guys are proven. Yeah. So yeah. that's again that's like a new blueprint in the NFL now is and there's some teams that are trying to do that. I think Cleveland's trying to do that now. Um, kind of took a page from Tampa. 
Yeah, because, I mean, they just picked up uh, Amari Cooper. They traded away, uh, or they let go of um, uh, Jarvis Landry. Uh-huh. They, they, they traded for Amari Cooper from Dallas. You know, they, they make this monster trade to bring in Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah, so instead of, you know, they're going to let go of Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's still the Browns, so, you know, I'm like, you know, I don't know. But it, it's still like they, they, they paid it at a pretty penny. Like you said, like, that, you know, they, for, they, they gave away their future in many ways. Right. For, you know, a very talented, very good quarterback. You know, but he has baggage. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, so. All right. All right. So as I was saying, uh, if you <laughs> want to send us an email, uh, you can certainly reach out and touch us at uh, Pittsburgh nerd at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, just search Pittsburgh nerd. We're very, very easy to find. And uh, we are also on a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the tangent bound network, the Weeby geeks network and the pod breed network. And just give them a Google search. You can find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, we want to thank you, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week. Can't thank you enough for that. Uh, we greatly appreciate your support. Yeah, we do. And on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. <laughs>